1: Brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education. I'm Kara Carper, licensed nutritionist. And, you know, just like all the other nutritionists in our office, I meet with clients and teach several of our classes. And all of our clients and class members are asked to fill out a health survey that rates symptoms of different areas, such as digestive health, energy, sinuses, Joints and muscles and weight, of course. And, you know, many people are surprised when they're filling this out. They learn that nutrition has an impact on every single one of these health survey sections. So I'd like to tell you what our topic is today. It's change your nutrition to change your life, which sounds really simple, doesn't it? Just eat better and feel better. So why do so many people still struggle with poor digestion low energy, allergies, weight loss, and a lot of other symptoms. I think it's because changing nutrition takes not only knowledge, but it takes focus and it takes support from other people so that it's easier to stick with a good eating plan. So today we're gonna give you some tips and stories of how others have successfully improved their lives by changing their eating. And there's going to be some phenomenal stories that you don't want to miss. So I'd like to welcome Cassie Weenis, who is a licensed dietitian and nutrition educator and presenter. And Cassie, you usually have something to say when you first start out, don't you?
3: Yes, thank you for remembering. <laughs> I have to say hello to my two biggest fans because I know they're listening back home. So hello, Riley. Hello, Marissa. And this is going to be such a fun topic today. It really hits home for me and for my family. We have dramatically changed the way that we eat in our house over the past couple of years mainly because we discovered a few different food sensitivities that were causing some problems. And I'm going to talk more about that later in the show, but the topic, change your nutrition, change your life, certainly applies to our household.
1: Well, and... Thank you, Cassie. It's great to have you here. And I, we actually have someone else in the studio today who I'd like to welcome. Nell Calls, who's a client of mine and a, a new radio superstar. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nell was on Dishing Up Nutrition a couple of weeks ago, and she was on the show that was talking about cravings and telling how she overcame sugar and carb cravings. So we asked Nell to come back today so she could tell a different part of the story nutrition has changed her life.
0: Thanks, Cara. It's so nice to be here with you and Cassie, people I have woken up to many Saturday mornings. <laughs> um, and and I'm not kidding. That's how, what a yeah. nutritional weight and wellness geek I am and a dishing up nutrition geek I am. So yeah, I had a blast last time I was here with Darren and Tamara. And yeah, losing, I've lost 87 pounds and wow. yeah, it's been really crazy. Now that I'm s- starting to share my story on my blog and um, on the radio show, I've just gotten so much. Much really positive response, and I've had people come up to me and say, "I registered for a class." Uh, my both of my sisters registered for the nutrition for weight loss class after they heard me on the radio, oh, which was awesome, a big, man. big, big deal.
3: Fun. Well, and I know you know I I mentioned to you in the break room earlier. I just got to hear the last couple minutes of that show. I was driving into work, and I walked in the door, and I don't remember if it was Marsha working that day or Jean, but they said. Who was that on the radio? Because everybody's calling, wanting to know her blog post. What is it? (laughs) Oh my gosh! And I had it, so I I forwarded it on. But you were great, obviously on the show. Yeah. And to those listeners out there, um, you know that tune in every week, just as you have for a while. We really appreciate you, listeners, and we want to welcome any new listeners as well. And for new listeners, especially, I think people can get a little confused when we say you need to eat balanced. And guaranteed, we're probably going to say it 20 times (laughs) over the course of the show this morning, you need to eat balanced to reduce your cravings. You need to eat balanced to improve your moods. You need to eat balanced to lose weight. I mean, the list goes on and on. And what we mean by that for new and old listeners um, is really just remembering that the magic number is three. You want to have an animal protein, a carbohydrate, and a healthy fat those three things every time you stop to eat. And the other part of that magic number three is that you want to eat about every three hours. So for two reasons, the magic number is three. And certainly portion sizes play a part as well, um, but it's that combination that really balances your blood sugars. And now I know this balanced eating really improved your sleep and your energy. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Yes, I will. So, yeah, eating three three balanced meals and three snacks per day has been key to my success in controlling my cravings, my weight loss. And I always used to think that the weight loss was the, my main goal. And now that all these other wonderful things are happening, it's not my main goal anymore. Right. I mean, it's... I've lost 87 pounds, so obviously that's great. And I have a few more pounds to lose to get to where I want to be. But all these ancillary things have just really changed my life. So Mm Kara knows. Um, Kara, I look to as my sleep (laughs) expert. (laughs) And And why is that? Because I have struggled (laughs)
1: with (laughs) sleep. Well, because
0: you have struggled with sleep. People who sleep fine at night don't get it. it. They don't get it. I always
3: tell people, because I've been there, and I tell people, you don't know what a blessing it is. Mm They'd be blessed with good sleep.
0: I oh mean, my right? gosh, so. it's huge. And now that I am blessed with good sleep, it's not by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed that if I don't eat my three meals and three snacks every two to three hours, I pop awake. And usually it's my mid-afternoon snack. If I skip that snack, I pop awake at night. It's amazing. It amazing? happens every single time. Yep. Um, so the other things that I do, um, I, I eat a nice bedtime snack with fat and carbohydrates. And I also take, um, magnesium glycinate to kind of chill me out at night. Um, and it, it really works to, Keep me zonked out, and I never that never that connection never uh, came to me until Kara said, "Well, sometimes I'll." you know find myself in the fridge eating peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Well, what would you do that for in the middle of the night?" And it's like, "Cause you get hungry no in the middle sugar. of the night yep, and your blood sugar crashes and you mm-hmm. pop awake." Mm-hmm. It's it happens every time. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of times when I actually called like used car as a semi emergency room. 2 a.m.? I called was her. 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm awake. It was like a Friday <laughs> afternoon and I was tracking her across the Twin Cities. I was like, we are trying she? to get away?" Yeah, and she uh um, she, I ultimately found her, and she gave me some great tips to... Because I just could not sleep, and yeah. it was... Well, it affects
1: everything. Oh, my oh, gosh. Those of you then out you there get anxiety, can't sleep crumpy, and in the tank.
0: It was really awful. So, yeah, it, sleep is one of the best side effects, and the energy. I have crazy energy these days, and yeah. it's it's really good. Even sometimes when I don't get the best sleep, I still... Eat my, you know, protein, carb, and fat. I was just showing the girls I had a stinky beef stick and some walnuts <laughs> at 6 a.m. I packed that thing yeah. <laughs> in my yeah. beautiful yeah. purse. And
1: like yeah, in my beautiful purse. It smells like beef to Program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too cute. so I mean, those are obviously two huge accomplishments on top of the weight loss, more sleep and more energy. And most of our clients and class members are struggling with one of those problems. I would say sleeping yeah, or energy. Very common. So, but it's also it's typical that we hear about a client or class member that eats cereal, milk and banana for breakfast. That's just mm-hmm. an example. It's pretty common though. And then all, they would have a mid-morning energy slump. So then, off to Caribou or the vending machine they go just to stay awake until lunch. Mm-hmm. And we hear other stories about those who eat things like cereal or ice cream before bed. Thinking I'm eating a bedtime snack, mm-hmm. but not all bedtime snacks are the same. And snacks like those will actually cause people to wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes lay there for a couple of hours. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So both of those problems, those problems with sleep and energy, can be solved by just balancing blood sugar.
2: Mm hmm.
3: Absolutely. So I have another thought on my mind. Can I say that, or do we? Yeah, need to go to of course. Verse? we have a okay. couple. We have a couple right. more minutes. So now I hear that your body composition has really changed and that your body shape is different at your current weight than it was when you were previously this same weight in high school. So right. what's that all about?
0: Right. So just to give you a, 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 an idea, so when I, back then I was squeezing into a size 14, comfortable in a size 16, and now I'm in a size 12 pant and a size tw- 10, 12 top, which I haven't been in since fifth grade, which other people Woo-hoo! will identify with. That's awesome. And I think it's just a matter of eating all that lean protein and fat throughout the day has really changed my body composition. So right. I'm I'm very much leaner. And I don't do a lot of crazy weightlifting. I do hot yoga, which is, is resistance training in its own right. But I don't go to the gym and lift weights, but mm-hmm. I am just a lot leaner and a lot more compact. So mm-hmm. at 180 pounds, which I am now, I'm actually smaller in size than I ever was. So I always say that I was a lot fluffier. So that weight <laughs> was more fluff than <laughs> dense lean muscle mass there
3: was a boy in elementary and we used to call him fluffy oh I
0: know. that was his
3: body type how yeah. not nice was that and
0: now but, everybody's body type is fluffy yes, if you go into any the supermarket yes it's, there's a lot of fluff out there mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be so it is time for a break but um when we come back actually cassie i'd love it if you could explain to listeners just give them a little bit more information on why that's happening with Nell right. and her body composition. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we would love it if you stayed with us because Cassie is going to talk more about Nell's body composition, but also about a mineral called magnesium that has helped her change her life. So please give us a call today if you have questions or comments. If you want to share how nutrition has improved your life, Call us at 651-641-1071.
2: Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com.
3: Welcome back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and if you're just joining us, I'm Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian, and I'm here this morning with Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist, and we have a special guest. Now, now I'm going to forget your last name. Calls. Calls. I can remember that. You can. Um, And when we went to break, let's see, so many things to talk about. When we went to break, Cara mentioned magnesium, and in a minute, I'm going to tell you how magnesium has really helped improve my well-being, and then we're going to get back to now – Nell's um, body composition and and tell you some science behind why all of that has changed. But first, let me give you a whole laundry list of wonderful benefits of this mineral called magnesium. And this is the short list, believe it or not. Magnesium helps to lessen anxiety by helping to keep your stress hormones under control. Magnesium can help alleviate depression because the production of your feel-good brain chemical that we call serotonin is dependent on having enough magnesium in your body. Magnesium enhances the effectiveness of insulin, and in this way it can help with blood sugar control. And I found some research that was published in 2004. It was done at Harvard University. And it was published in the journal called Diabetes Care, and it showed that both men and women with the highest intake of magnesium have a significantly lower risk for developing type 2 diabetes compared to their counterparts with the lowest magnesium intake. Isn't that something? And magnesium can alleviate migraine headaches for some sufferers. Magnesium has worked for many, many of our clients over the years to help clear up their constipation. And the last thing I'll mention, although I could keep going on and on, but the last thing I'll mention is the area where magnesium has helped me, and now I know it has helped Nell as well after I heard her story. Magnesium has helped me tremendously with sleep.
1: And you know, I mean, that makes so much sense, Cassie, because magnesium relaxes all muscles in the body. Right. So right. I so mean, not only is it good in, for heart health, yep. I mean, it's great for sleep as well. Yep. It lets you get into that deep so, stage. So what form of magnesium worked for you to cure your insomnia? And we can maybe you could also mention some food sources of magnesium.
3: Yes. Great idea. You know, our philosophy at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is food first if possible. So some of the best food sources are dark leafy greens, nuts and seeds, and meat, especially if it's from grass-fed animals. Now, for me, I started out with magnesium glycinate when I was trying to cure my insomnia. And we always talk about magnesium glycinate as being the most highly absorbable form. So that's what I went with. Um, But I found that I, I just was not perfecting things. And I actually ended up doing water Oz Magnesium, which is a brand that we carry that's liquid form. And I just kind of happened upon it by accident because I bought it for my three-year-old that was having some problems with sleep and I was trying it on her, ran out of my glycinate. So I thought, well, I'll just do this. And I slept like Like a baby. baby. So I really think, well, I know my absorption is awful because I had that tested when I was tested for food allergies and I am really malabsorbing my foods at this point because I have a lot of healing to do. So I don't think I was really breaking down that tablet. Oh. But the water oz, the liquid form just immediately oh. can be absorbed. So that's good
1: to know Isn't for people that the different something? forms. You know, if yep. if a tablet or a capsule doesn't work, don't, don't give, give up. up. Try another form, like maybe the liquid. Yep. Excellent. So um okay, so Cassie, we were talking about Nell and yes. how a hundred and pounds?
0: Yeah, that's what I am now. I started at 267.
1: <laughs> just, you look wonderful. You look, Thank you. No, beautiful.
0: Thank yeah. you. But,
1: but that 180 pounds is different from your high school. Right. 180 pounds. 180 pounds. Right. Why is that, Cassie? Right. Well, and Nell kind of
3: explained it a little bit. You know, she's eating so much more protein, animal protein, than than you were before, right? Right. Um, you know, And the research shows, and I wish I would have looked this up so I could quote it exactly, but I know there is research out there, particularly with women, showing that when they would put one group on what they would call higher protein, we say adequate protein diet, versus the women that are following more of the food guide pyramid and doing high carb, nobody's exercising. The women in the higher protein group gained much more lean muscle, lean to fat ratio, and lost weight, even though everybody was doing the same calories. So you're the prime example, and there is the research out there to back it up. So we can turn that protein that we're eating, that animal protein, into lean body mass, versus all of those carbohydrates make us retain water, Yes, so you get kind of that fluffier, puffier look. So it's the things like sugar, the processed carbohydrates, the soda, also the preservatives, the additives, the artificial sweeteners, and all of these junky foods that a lot of Americans are eating will cause more of that water retention and sort of a puffiness in the body. Whereas eating the clean foods, like the healthy proteins, the healthy fats, remember that fruits and vegetables should be your carbohydrates the majority of the time. This reduces excess fluid in your body, and it also
1: increases that lean body mass regardless of
3: exercise.
1: And so I did, one thing I just want to say, because I think I've made this mistake in the past of saying muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, oh gosh. And then, you know, my personal trainer would be someone that would correct me on that. I mean, No, it does. What's, but, well, muscle and I fat, I mean, they weigh the same amount. The composition is different. It's just the way that you say it. Okay. So okay. a person with less fat and more muscle will have a smaller size. Yes. That okay. is why you're fitting into clothes that yes. are several sizes smaller. Oh, yeah. Right. So, right. Very interesting. Very interesting. And so we are on the topic kind of of talking about foods that cause inflammation in the body. Like you were saying, the artificial sweeteners, processed carbs, sugar. And I think this would be a great time to have Cassie tell her personal story and maybe talk a little bit about your family. Because I know you guys have gone through some major dietary changes in the past couple of years. And Cassie, how did this first come about that you even thought to yourself, you know, there might be food sensitivities or allergies going on in your family? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because nobody in our family, extended family, anything, we have zero seasonal allergies, zero food allergies when I go beyond, you know. So that really didn't cross our mind for a long time, but looking back, the food sensitivities have been going on for a while, and and it started with Riley, my oldest, who is now five, and when he, well, I think from day one, he had reflux, looking back, because he was never comfortable. You know how a newborn yeah. should just lay in your arms yeah. still, and he was always kind of wiggly and mm. scrunching up. And, you know, we didn't think too much of it by but by the time he was maybe two or three months old, it wasn't just discomfort and wiggling around. Now he was crying and he was crying a lot. And I wasn't at Nutritional Weight and Wellness yet then. You know, I always say if I knew oh then gosh, what I know I now, know. right? How many times have when I times said that? How do I say that yeah. in a day? <laughs> exactly. But you do the best with the information you have at the time. And so I went to the pediatrician because that's what I knew to do, and they immediately put him on an antacid. We went from Zantac to Prilosec to Prevacid in a period of a couple of months, and the Prevacid seemed to to help. He still wasn't super... Comfortable, but he wasn't crying, and we couldn't get him off of it. We would try periodically, Uh and the doctor had told me at six months, usually kids come off reflux is very common. Six months, we should be able to take him off. Well, we couldn't, and now at the age of two and a half—not now, but you know, thinking back to that time—at the age of two and a half, his reflux really started to get worse. So now I'm back in the doctor's office. By now I'm at nutritional weight and wellness. I know I'm not dosing up here. I need to fix this problem. Yeah. And we went through a lot of procedures, a lot of doctor visits, and in the end, all that the GI doctor wanted to do was dose him up on more Prevacid. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting next to that GI doc, I was probably two inches from his face, and I said, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Our goal here is to figure out what's wrong, right, and fix the problem. And he just looked right back at me and he said, our goal is to get rid of the symptom. yeah. Oh my lord. So I never went back. I mean our goal is to get rid of the mm-hmm. symptom yeah. which meant dose him up on these antacids, which I know are ugly, ugly drugs. Can cause so,
1: deficiencies if people are on them for a long time, like a B twelve deficiency. Iron can deficiency be very
3: dis deficiency, um, osteoporosis down the road because mm-hmm. you can't cleave that iron from your foods because you don't have acid mm-hmm. in your stomach. Lots of problems. Mm. So that's when I turned to Enterolab and Kara knows about Enterolab. Um I learned about them through DAR. It's a a medical facility down in Texas that does stool testing, and, and they're supposed to be more accurate because if you think about where the antibodies to these foods are, if you have some allergies it's in your intestinal tract and so it's gonna show up in the stool right away. Oh interesting. Because the GI doc was saying no, nothing's wrong, no food allergies. Yeah. And it came back that he has celiac disease. So the autoimmune reaction to gluten and also a dairy allergy. So of course then we get the whole well, almost the whole family. We couldn't quite afford my husband, so we're waiting on him, saving up money. (laughs) But we tested myself and my daughter who's now three and she has celiac as well, also has a dairy allergy. I don't have the dairy allergy, although I know I do better off of it. Mm-hmm. But I have a gluten intolerance. Um, so I don't know. I would love to tell a little bit more about how my health has changed giving up gluten. So you just cut me off whenever you need to, Car, because I know in a minute or two we're going to have to take another break. But certainly Riley has changed you know, for the better. He He's off antacids. He's doing great. He's growing great. Marissa had awful... C- till she was a year old she's now a very happy girl that we have her off of those foods Um, but for me it's been interesting because nothing was an overnight change Mm,
0: no it never is
3: (laughs) but it's just kind of these small Mm -hmm. things over time Mm -hmm. and now it's been a year and four months that i have absolutely been strictly off of gluten and I can sleep. That was a piece of the puzzle. You know, it wasn't just magnesium for me. It wasn't just eating balanced. The gluten perfected
1: it. So something about mm-hmm. getting the mm-hmm. foods that were toxic to me out of my system. So that's a maybe a less obvious thing for yeah. people is, you know, eating a food that's causing inflammation in your body could inhibit sleep. Could Could affect you know? all areas.
3: I have energy. You know, and as I think back as a teenager, I remember, and I never said this to anybody, but I remember thinking... I just don't have the energy that my friends, I could just tell I wasn't mm-hmm. ready to get up and go. Mm-hmm. I could really sit for a long mm-hmm. time if you would just let me.
1: So you probably weren't absorbing. I mean, no, you could have been eating perfect and taking supplements. And not but absorbing it. With, you know, having gluten in your diet, you weren't absorbing things properly. Exactly. So makes a lot of sense. I think of it as I must have had all out war in my intestinal tract
3: every day because I was eating gluten at every mm-hmm. meal, especially mm-hmm. as a kid. All-out war, and so that was wrecking everything down there. So yeah, now I'm not absorbing nutrients, probably not getting iron, which is why I think my hair was starting to fall out. Mm-hmm. Whoa, so bad! I had an obvious bald spot oh right my up God. here. It's still thin, but now a year later, it's it's definitely coming back in and looking much better. And my, you know, my part was expanding. Uh, oh,
1: I wasn't getting if nothing I'm else. Sure vanity will get it. you. Oh, exactly. Very <laughs> right, woman
3: is very very scary. It and, is
1: time for our break. Okay. Oh, getting the little <laughs> I'll talk signal. more when we come back. <laughs> and then, okay, Chris, please stay on the line. Thank you for holding. We're going to get to your call right when we come back. And so listeners, before we break, think about this. How would you feel? What would you do if you had abundant energy, like Cassie was just talking about? Like she has more energy now. <laughs> Great moods you had a metabolism like Nell does now that allowed you to fit back into your favorite pair of jeans. Well, stay with us because we have the solution that will empower you to accomplish all of these things. And if you do have questions or comments, call us at the studio, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. We're back. If you're just tuning
3: in, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition. Now, before break, Cara posed the question, what would you do, how would you feel if you had the best energy, great moods, and a wonderful revved-up metabolism? Well, if you want those three things, take our Weight and Wellness Series if you haven't yet. That is our six-week signature series I love love that series. I think I took it four times mm-hmm. and I learned something new every time yep. now you 've taken it now haven 't you? I
0: took the nutrition for weight loss class okay,
3: which is another great one right so The nutrition for weight loss is great, you know, but it 's going to target that weight loss piece, but the weight and wellness series just looks at all components of your health. You know, I can't even count the number of aha moments that I had the first time, especially that I sat through it, making these connections, for example, between my intestinal health and my acne, you know, and all sorts of things. So we have several that are starting this week, and I'm not going to name all of them for sake of time. I just want to tell listeners um, some of the main ones that have some open spots. There's weight and wellness being taught in YZ starting Monday, so this Monday evening six thirty to eight thirty. there's one in Stillwater starting on Tuesday evening there's a weight and wellness series starting in Oakdale that's a lunch series so that's kind of fun if anybody out there can get away over the lunch hour so that's for a an one hour, hour
1: right for 12 one weeks. hour for 12 okay. weeks
3: instead of typically it's six weeks and you meet for two hours um So, yeah, Oakdale is the lunch series where you meet for one hour. Edina, we have a great one starting up on Wednesday. Thursday night, Ham Lake Weight and Wellness series starts. And then a week from today, the Weight and Wellness in St. Paul starts. And there's a Saturday one in Wyzetta in addition to the one that starts this Monday night. And there's some other locations, too. So if you're interested, check out our website, dot com. you can see all of the locations and the start times there, or you can always call the office if if your computer freezes up like mine does a lot or you don't have, if you don't access. have a access. Yeah, if you don't so, have a computer. <laughs> yeah, six five one six nine nine three four three eight is the office, and there are girls there
1: at 9 o'clock, starting at 9 o'clock today, so... Lots of great choices for classes. Yes. All right, we're going to take a call here. Chris, thank you for holding. Do you have a question about magnesium today?
4: Yes, I do. Um, I, you girls touched on that magnesium spray earlier, and I just, I've got some of it, and I just don't know exactly where to put it, or you know, it says on my bottle that you're supposed to wash it off after you.
1: Do you have? It. Chris, do you have a lotion? Some of it there's transdermal magnesium. No, this is oil.
4: Magnesium oil in a spray bottle. It's an.
1: Where did you purchase it?
4: I got it online, and it's made by Swanson.
1: You know, I am not familiar with a magnesium spray. Cassie was talking about a magnesium, a liquid supplement. It's a magnesium water. Swallow, and my kids and she takes that orally, and the rest of us. I think, use capsules or tablets. And I, I tried know the gel once, and gel I think it was like lotion? a
0: quarter teaspoon on, you know, your insides of your wrists or something. Okay. Um, so, and I know I had a friend who had the magnesium oil, and I think oh. she just used it kind of like okay. a, you know, like a lotion type thing. It, is,
4: it goes on oily, but then it absorbs into your skin, mm-hmm. and then it feels like it's like dried on sweat. Oh it gets kind of salty and yep. you're supposed to wash it off after about a half an hour.
0: Yep.
3: Okay. Well certainly, you know, like like Car said, we don't know a lot about it and I, I wouldn't want to guess at dosing it, but maybe the package instructions say something, but it should be best like Nell was saying, on the inside of your wrists or on your neck, you know, kinda of where your Adam's apple is, or the backs of your knees, anywhere where there's thin skin so it can absorb okay. easily. Sure. Okay, good
1: very question.
4: good. Great. I love your program. Great. Oh, thanks, Thank you. for calling, thanks for calling, Chris. Listening. Thanks for
1: your question. Yeah.
4: bye-bye.
1: All right, we had another question. The caller is not on the air, but I want to try to answer this as best as possible. Um, I don't have all the information, but the question was something about what is the ratio that Nutritional Weight and Wellness recommends for carbon fat? So I'm assuming like protein, carbon, fat, and without knowing what the listener's specific issues are or goals or metabolism rate I, or exercise it's very it's very difficult to answer that but i can take a shot at it and just tell you that eat i mean for the average person eating in balance and balancing blood sugar it's usually going to be about 35 to 40% fat healthy fat of course mm-hmm. and then so that would leave you know 30 some percent of protein and carbohydrates mm-hmm. Now, if somebody had insulin resistance or diabetes, that carbohydrate percentage might need to be even lower. Right. Right. So you're right. It's very... It's a hard question to answer without talking to the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: But we certainly are um, more fat than more meal plans. And like I Mm -hmm. always like to say, you need to eat fat to get skinny right now. Amen, sister. Yeah. 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 We
1: are not low fat and people (laughs) like now have been able to lose weight and... I mean, that's what we're talking about today, not
0: have cravings and know? not have cravings. And I have the best cholesterol numbers my doctor has ever seen. Yeah. So great point. yeah, hey. yeah. Everyone yeah. always asks me that you eat how much butter and your cholesterol is what? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I think my triglycerides were like, I don't oh, I can't remember. So ho- hopefully this is no. a low number, like 50, 45 that's or 50. Per- that's perfection. Oh, that's yeah, so that low. would be that's unbelievable. that would be perfection. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We have one more one more caller here. Hi, Donna. Welcome to the show. Can we answer a question for you today? Hello. Hi.
4: Oh, yeah. I uh, have fructose uh, allergies, and my GI doctor has me on uh, vitamin B12 shots. Is that a bad thing?
1: B12 said- shots are not a bad thing. I'm assuming that you were You're- deficient enough. Right. that you needed the shots and not just That's a supplement. A good thing. Well, you
4: mm-hmm. said something about the vitamin B12 shots, and then all three of you started talking at the same time, so I couldn't, I didn't get the, what you were saying, if they were bad or good. Hmm. Oh, I apologize for that. We're... I'm not sure what we, I
3: think you might have misheard. I'm trying to think what we might have said that sounded like B12 shots, but they're absolutely good. I mean, I think Cara and I have both had clients, I know I have, that are on B12 shots. So the doctor mm-hmm. is only going to do that if you're very deficient and they should, you know, monitor that. You're probably, are you set to do a follow-up well, where he'll check again? Uh, the blood I,
4: levels. No, I've been on it for a year. Nobody said anything.
3: Okay, I would ask the doctor when he wants to recheck that because there, there should be a point in time where uh-huh. you don't need it. Now, my bigger question for you would be what has the doctor done for these fructose allergies? What, what type have, of a meal plan are you on?
4: I have to watch what I eat, and that's why this magnesium, uh, that's such a relaxer that that goes right through me. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Now,
3: what we know of fructose allergies is that you want to get off the gluten. Have you gotten off the gluten? I'm
4: pretty good about, uh, you know, I don't, don't do the gluten bread, or I do gluten bread, and I kind of watch that, too. Yeah. You do uh, a, a gluten-free, gluten-free bread? Gluten-free bread. Okay. okay. And um, I try to, uh, but you know I can't have any uh, fruit,
3: yeah. That's what they say. I I really find and I know Dar says this too that the bigger issue is the gluten and probably right now you're a bit sensitive to the fruit. That should heal. You know, so do keep that to small amounts. But it, in our mind it's more the gluten piece. You want to really get that out and also work to heal your gut. So probably a supplement of L-glutamine to start healing that gut
4: lining is what it's going to take. Else. Oh yeah, I, I do take that every morning. Okay, good. Oh, uh huh, I do take that every morning. I get it at your place.
3: Okay, and you're just doing one a day.
4: Um, I I do it in the morning. Uh huh, in okay. water, with um,
1: oh, Dar. With a bifido. Yeah, she's got probiotics. No. Yeah. Do you see a so nutritionist, Donna? Excuse me. Do you see a nutritionist, Dar? Okay, I
4: haven't been in there for a long time. But, boy, I'll tell you, this is tough Yeah. Uh, when you've got the fructose thing. Um, yeah. I went out to have a, a bite to eat at the Red Lobster yesterday. Oh, I just made it home.
3: Oh, you poor thing. You should really go in for a follow-up because we're seeing more and more of these fructose allergies, uh, and mm-hmm. so we're getting better able to kind of steer people. And just to have a fresh meal plan and some new ideas, Um I think would really be beneficial. And I am really hopeful that if you do it right, this will heal. The fruit piece will heal over time and you'll be able to handle those fruits mm-hmm. again. You might not be able to handle gluten.
1: We yeah. like to call it a tune-up, going in for a tune-up with Dar. Be, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm thinking I should too. Yeah. Now, Dar, does she ever go to the Edina office for... We do not have a counseling center there. Um, okay. She sees clients out of St. Paul and yeah, Rosetta. Yeah,
4: that's where I've been. It's, yeah, I mean, both places are so far to go.
1: Yeah. Well, you could always do a phone consult as well.
3: We're doing more and more mm-hmm. of those. So oh, you, you could, are? Yep. So call the office and ask about that. Oh. And the girls will be in at the office by 9 o'clock this morning. I so
4: a, uh, I can talk with a dar like that. Yep, you, you can, can talk with a Oh, Give so, that
1: a try, Donna. And thank you so much oh, for calling you. in this have morning. Have a great day, Donna. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. It's time for our next and our last break. Before we go to commercial, I want to give you some food for thought. Um, listeners out there that have made the switch from highly processed oils like corn and canola, or otherwise known as vegetable oils, if you've made the switch to pure olive oil, you still might not be fueling your body with the best choice. Did you know that there's a significant difference in the quality of olive oils? So stay with us. Um, After the break, we're going to be explaining the difference between the different kinds of olive oils. You'll hear terms like organic, extra virgin, light. What does it all mean? So we'll tell you in just a bit. And our number here is 651-641-1071 if you have questions.
2: Welcome back to Disney Nut Nutrition.
3: Now, our longtime listeners know that one of the cornerstones to our business is providing you with the education so that you are then empowered to make the right choice. So that's what we're going to do next is educate you about the different olive oils on the grocery store shelves.
1: Right, and first off, as is usually the case, if you can afford organic olive oil, that's going to be a higher quality. Um, Organic is always free of pesticides. But regardless of if you can afford it or not... You want to be, organic that is, you want to be looking for cold pressed. And sometimes you'll see that labeled as expeller pressed. So both of those terms just mean that they're being pressed without needing to be heated to a very high temperature. And so they don't, you know, it doesn't become oxidized or rancid. Right, exactly. So
3: just, you know, think of squishing an olive, you get the oil out. That's kind of what that cold pressing process is. And also look for the words extra virgin on the label. This means it's the oil from the very first press, and so it's going to contain the most nutrients.
1: So just to cap that or recap, you want to look for um, you want to look for organic, cold pressed, extra virgin, and then words to avoid are light and refined. Light means that it yes it does have a little bit lighter, more mild flavor. But this is never the first pressing and it's always going to be more processed. Right. Um
3: and then of course if it says refined olive oil on it, it's just that, that. it's very
1: refined, very processed, so not the healthiest choice. Okay. So now there's so many questions that we want to ask you, and we only have a few minutes left. But we need a three hour show. We Absolutely. do at least two hours. <laughs> <at> least two. <laughs> but you, you know, as far as nutrition and how it's changed your life, I know that you suffered from issues with your skin. And seasonal allergies. And you've said that both of those are basically cleared up. Yes,
0: yes. They've all but gone for the past six months anyway. So that's that t- testament to what Cassie is saying about your body needs time to heal. Things are not going to happen overnight. And eating this way takes a while to heal your body. And then, But mm-hmm. then you start to notice, like, geez, I'm not using as much okay. moisturizer. And my skin isn't as red, so I don't need as much concealer as I used to use. I'm going leaving the house without makeup my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never would
3: I have done that before.
0: Never. And now I, I can. And sometimes mm-hmm. people say I look, you know, youth, more youthful and better without mm-hmm. a lot of makeup on. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's just the skin issues have all but gone. And I, I have a I have a theory and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong about just the it's my skin is getting plumper and it's more it's moisturizing itself. Like even in this dead of winter, I don't use a lick of moisturizer on my face. Mm-hmm. And, and her skin looks awesome. Yes. Radiant the, <laughs> <irradiant>. <laughs> skin. And it's I think it's largely because it's being nourished from the inside out now mm-hmm. with, you know, got lots of um, good fats, animal fats, um, omega threes, omega sixes. I do take a, um, an essential oil called uh, GLA. Was it yeah. Gana? Gamma linoleic acid. Thank you. And uh, it really helps with a lot of my skin issues. I had really bad skin issues like perioral dermatitis and acne and just rosacea, redness. it was a pretty, and they're all gone. And And so are you gluten and dairy free? We never really said you're gluten and dairy free. Gluten and dairy free. Now, Um, for a while, when I first started with Cara, I was just, I I couldn't face gluten and dairy free. And she, she led me down the path. (laughs) And then I slowly came to the, you know, uh, realization that what if I tried to be gluten free? That was the first one. And then what if I tried to be dairy free? And now I'm both. And I found out when I gave up dairy that I my energy level increased so much, like really? crazy, like I'm on drugs kind of energy. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm definitely sensitive to it. That's so, awesome, yeah. Dar. I'm, I'm saying
3: really because Dar just had a story like that for us where she saw this man. Said, I'm, I've been tired all my life. Basically, all she yeah. did was take him off dairy. And he came back mm-hmm. a month later and he yeah. pointed at her and he said, you are good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she is good.
3: <laughs> yeah, she
1: is. She's great. So, but it, you know, and that's just another example of how we don't make changes overnight. Right. And mm-hmm. that's OK.
2: Yes. But that, I think,
1: you know, if people are still having symptoms, look at what you're putting in your mouth. And is it causing inflammation and low energy? Right. And, right. And I think you mentioned in the break room, and I I could relate,
3: if I do dairy now, I get big boils. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I always was before. I just wasn't making that link. But now Mm -hmm. that my skin has cleared up, if I go back and mess up, it's just the big
0: cystic kind of boils. And they're very uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. yes. And ugly. And ugly, yes. Vanity again. Mm -hmm.
1: So, now, what would you say if a listener, I'm sure there's some listeners out there thinking, I can't afford to buy these supplements and eat healthy and buy organic foods
0: or go see a nutritionist that's the the thing
1: i get a lot is
0: oh my god it costs how much which it doesn't cost very much in the first place but i tell them over the past two years uh i have seen uh not only life's changing nutrition but wallet changing nutrition so um did you know that uh, plus sizes, which I was in for a good majority of my adult life, cost about $10 to $20 more than regular sizes? Yes. So I calculated that out based on what a close close horse I am. And I've saved $200 there. I've saved $900 on skincare and foundation. I used to be a $50 a month cleanser, toner, cream girl. Um, I don't need as much concealer and definitely don't need as much foundation because my skin is not as red and inflamed all the time. Um, How much did you you save on skincare $900 over you 18 gotta go months. you shopping wow. girl. Yeah, I know, no kidding. Other it's, fun it's like stuff. Yeah, and I also had um, steroid creams that I was putting on itchy spots and those were, you know, $30, mm-hmm. 40 a prescription. $540 in allergy medicine. I used to have se- seasonal allergies and allergies to my cat and I was paying $30 a month on allergy medication. That is amazing to me that eating better cleared up the seasonal allergies. Yeah, mm-hmm. the se- that was something that I never thought of, but Dara said, well, or uh, Cara oh, yeah. once told me Um, that insulin resistance can cause seasonal allergies, which is like no way. Yeah. Uh, these are always like going to be with lady. me. <laughs> and as I've lost weight and the insulin resistance has gone down, it's amazing that wow. that's gone. And then $150 on copays, I don't have to pay for a grand total oh, like- of $2,000. Now,
1: really quick, <gasps> what is your blog? Oh,
0: my blog. And I just published my b- before and after pictures, www.mylifelivedwithfat.wordpress.com. So you can see some before and after pictures. Yay! (laughs) Thanks
1: for being on the show. We really appreciate it. This was so so much fun. fun. Yeah, thank you. (laughs)